This is Voices of Hunger in North Carolina, presented by the North Carolina Alliance for Health and Moms Rising. So I'm in High Point, North Carolina, on this wet, warm Monday morning in January, I'm talking with the chair, Victoria, and the vice chair, Jackie, of the Greater High Point Food Alliance. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, would you please uh, share a little bit more? So we heard from Carl in the last episode, um, but we want to hear from your perspective about the Alliance and the board and your work. So please share. Yeah, so I started working with the Food Alliance um, back in 2015 when I was in AmeriCorps Vista. So I was working with the Washington Street um, neighborhood um, addressing food security and so I started working with the Food Alliance, starting attending their board meetings. It was, at that point, two times a month. Um, and I was uh, also attending, one of their working groups was the Urban Ag Committee. So I started working with them. And um, I just really noticed that this was a very energized board, very goal-oriented, um, very focused on alleviating hunger in High Point. Um, so that's pretty much how I got um, started with the Food Alliance. and. Um, as I kind of worked out of my VISTA role and started working on growing High Point, I continued to work with the Greater High Point Food Alliance until um, I was asked to be the chair. Okay. Well, this 2019 was my first time being a board member. And um, two years prior, I would always attend the Youth Summit and the Food Summit. So I had an opportunity to see the great work that they were doing and also to engage our students. We have an enrichment program. So we would also make sure that our children would go to that to learn more about food, uh, any questions that they have, you know, with, with food insecurity because the great percentage of our kids, you know, do um, do struggle. And so I noticed that it was a group where you had so many people from different organizations to get together and it's a room full of, you know, where you can just have resources and if there's something that you need, you can find it there. And I just think it's a great networking and, you know, not only do we have an opportunity to help people with their immediate need, but also to help them long-term. So that's one thing that, um, that excites me about where it's going. What inspired both of you to um, for you, Victoria, to be a VISTA volunteer and for you to reach out and get involved in the Alliance. Yeah, so uh, I, I started AmeriCorps VISTA in 2015. I was graduating from High Point University, not really sure what I wanted to do yet, but knew that I wanted to stay in the High Point area, at least in North Carolina, because I'm originally from California. Um, so I graduated and I was um, presented with my, one of my professors told me about AmeriCorps. Um, so I met with Dr. Joe Blosser, who's the service learning director, and signed on to do AmeriCorps with a focus in food security. Uh, so that's pretty much how I got interested in this. Uh, so some of the projects that I was working on was working with the starting a food recovery network chapter at High Point University, where we would take some of the excess food in the in the kitchens and bring them to um, different pantries like Open Door Ministries. Uh, so that's kind of how we got started there. And then in that process, started working with the Hayden Harmon Foundation on an Adopt a Lot program where people in the city could use vacant lots for gardening. 
So that started to develop. I was working a lot with the Greater High Point Food Alliance's Urban Ag Committee on different policies to make this kind of thing possible. So that's really where my interest got started. Okay, well for us, I think having a nonprofit, and believe it or not, we started it on the platform of basketball, but it has evolved into so much more because- What, is, what nonprofit is this? The name of it is D-Up. Okay. Yeah, so we started, my husband and I started it in 2007. Um, it was for profit at the time. Then in 2010, we became a nonprofit because we saw the greater need, you know, to help. And like I say, it started with basketball. But once you get into the community and you start seeing the needs and talking and developing a rapport, you know, with with the children and even the families, you see that there's a greater need. And uh, when we started, it was really teaching the fundamentals of basketball and then physical activity and nutrition, of course, to come back childhood obesity but then we saw that okay there's a bigger need here when you know behavior and you start looking at character and so then you start digging deeper than why is this going on and then you find out that it's because kids are hungry um and you know just the great part of our families are single parent and so you know i just look at the relationship of what we see with the kids and the families. And then when um, the Food Alliance, they started inviting us to the uh, Youth Food Summit where we could take the kids. And then also even for this Food Summit, then, you know, I'm like, you know, I should get involved in this. So I was really excited when Carl asked me to be on the board so that I would have more resources to take back to our camp. Great. Well, um, tell, tell us a little bit more about the board, because Carl mentioned that it's a very diverse group of um, different kinds of people. And so how does it look when you guys meet every month and, um, and how does the group work together? Yeah, so I'd say the board is made up of, so we have an executive planning team, and then we also have uh, neighborhood leaders that come from the neighborhoods to represent their um, neighborhoods and all the activities that they have going on there. And then we have our working team leaders, so everybody that's from um, you know, the food pantries to backpacks, uh, senior team, um, the, food, the food education team and urban ag. Uh, so we have a bunch of folks that uh, report on what they're doing in those subcommittees. Um, but we also have a lot of people from the Ag Extension, um, Senior Resources, uh, the Health Department. So we have a bunch of people that are bringing a lot of different resources to the table. Yeah, and, and with all of that, again, I say that's why I was so interested in the board because you can go to the meeting and if there's something that you need, all you have to do is announce it. And there is somebody in there that can help or either they know somebody that can help you. So I think that's why we're very unique and it's not anything that's territorial at all. It's just everybody really working together for the good of the community. I'll even add, we also have um, somebody from city council that is on the board as well that will come and be a liaison as well so that's really nice that you have the city of high points support as well absolutely okay so our board meetings are uh, once a month on wednesdays um, at nine o'clock and one of the really great things is that um, people are allowed to leave their jobs to come to these meetings and i think that their workplaces really support them being there and providing those resources to the greater high point food alliance Uh, so that's been a huge uh, success for our board Great. Well, 
Um, how about if you share some of the action items that you've done as part of this alliance over the years? Maybe pick a few. Yeah, so your accomplishments and the successes you're most proud of. Sure. I think one of the biggest successes is the Food Alliance hosts an annual uh, food summit, which Jackie had mentioned a couple times. So there's a youth food summit that's done in the summer and then a food summit that's done in the fall. And I think this food summit um, originally just brought so many people together when there were headlines about, you know, High Point being the hungriest in the nation. I think that it just really alarmed people, alarmed uh, just on varying levels, uh, city government, uh, just everyone across the city was very concerned with, with these statistics. So the Food Alliance had a summit, brought people together to talk about these issues. What can we do to address them? And at that first food summit, I think they walked away with, I'm not even really sure how many action items that were to be done following that event. And I believe the Food Alliance uh, checked off like 75 of them that first year. So there was just a number of things the neighborhood leaders would voice, community members voice that they thought these would be great solutions. Uh, so it really just, all these voices around the city came together in this one day event. Uh, we jotted down all these notes and the Food Alliance went to work, split those things amongst the subcommittees and just started taking care of those action items. So, you know, some of them were policy changes with urban agriculture. Uh, a lot of them were food education around the city hosting different pop-up cooking events and cooking demos. Um, uh, so I think just a number of outcomes came out of that food summit and has been really successful for the Food Alliance. And I think because of that, a lot of other uh, food alliances and different committees around North Carolina are looking to the Greater High Point mm -hmm. Food Alliance and how we're using this unique strategy to alleviate hunger. Um, but in, I think the other one is the Youth Food Summit. Um, and Jackie can probably speak more to this and how it's impacted the kids. But the idea was to have this another event where we would bring kids together, talk to them about nutrition, gardening, uh, exercise, eating healthy, all of these things, all of these different components. And, um, and then asking them for the solutions. What do you think we should do to help provide more access to food? Uh, and then also, also trying to get a little bit of information from them as well. Where do you go when you're hungry? Do you know somebody that's experiencing diabetes or different chronic illnesses? So, you know, hearing from the children themselves and embedding some of their thoughts and ideas into our solutions as well. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's important. Sometimes we think we have the solutions and we know exactly what they need, but it's very good where you're able to ask them and um, they feel free. So we've created an environment, you know, where they can come and talk, enjoy, also be with their other peers, but at least talk to us about their feelings surrounding food and you know, um, as Victoria said, the chronic diseases that they see in their family, and it's an open environment, and they they really feel free. And also, I think this year we took another step to where it's youth led. Um, so we were trying to back away as the adults, but then kind of coach them. And I think in two thousand and twenty, it's going to even you know be greater with that because we're going to involve more of the organizations that's with us and allow the youth to really lead it. How do you select the youth to attend the summit? And can you share some of the strategies and ideas that they came up with? Well, I think uh, what we do, we, we have a number of organizations, youth organizations in town, which is really great. So we reached out to all of those to see, you know, who would like to be involved. And, you know, without any surprise, they all did. So it's not hard for us to find. I think, how many did we have last year? Maybe a hundred and... 
It was close to 200. 200, right. We've ever had. That we've ever had. So it's not hard for us to find them. And like I say, because we make it a fun event, um, things that are on their level, you know, and again, they're with peers that they haven't seen. You know, we're, we're going into the summer, so they've gone weeks where they haven't seen their peers that may go to school with them, too. So this is an opportunity for them to get together. Um, and I think, you know, just having them to draw, because when when they're around the table, they're able to draw, you know, whatever they they feel in relation to food. So that has been incredible to see, and we've utilized those for a number of times. We've kept them, and uh, we'll use them you know, for the, for the wall decal. So I think, um, that's pretty good. Just, you know, it's just amazing that you have a group of kids and they're talking about food, Mm -hmm. you know, who does that? Yeah. 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 So one of the new things that the food Alliance did this year, um, was basically we wanted to have neighborhood conversations, uh, focused inside of the partner neighborhood, so Washington Street and Burns Hill, where we would invite people from the neighborhood, uh, prepare a meal, a catered event, that they could all come out and we could have open conversations about what these specific neighborhoods are experiencing around hunger and what solutions do they have. Uh, So really going back to the community and saying, you know, we don't have the solutions, we're not gonna tell you this is what needs to happen. This is, we're wanting to partner with you and, and, provide what resources that we can to alleviate it in your area. So this was the first year that we did that. Uh, so the, we did it in Washington Street and we did it in Burns Hill. Both were, you know, vastly different. Even though these are, you know, neighborhoods are side by side, those were t- totally different experiences in my mind. And we're um, in the Washington Street neighborhood right now. Right, we're in Washington Street and they both had a very different feel to it. Um, we had a lot of people show up to both of them and both were very open, very rich conversations. Uh, people were very open open about their experiences with hunger. They're very also, I think, appreciative that the Food Alliance would come to the neighborhood and ask them and also feed them. Uh, So I thought it was overall a great event and we really got a lot of feedback that kind of energized us before the Greater Food Summit. Um, So we took a lot of ideas and and feedback that we had got from those events and took them to the Bigger Food Summit. So yeah, and I would like to add that I think it went deeper because we talked about hunger, but it was amazing to hear, you know, okay, well, what does hunger stem from? So they talked about poverty and then they talked about violence. And then they also talked about, because it was a time when we had ours, I'm the president of the Washington Street Neighborhood Association. So we were voting for city council at the time. So then they started, you know, even talking about the government. So I just thought that they... um you know, just, just able to dive into more and that the the solutions would come more than only just putting food on the table, but we're looking at all these other things that um, is maybe the root of so what hunger sh- is. Can you share some of what they yeah. said? Well, so do you remember exactly what Letitia... Lakeisha said. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she had said at one point, um, you know, we had talked about hunger and, and she, we, especially like you had said, this is around election time, you know, that a lot of these people that are running will come in and make these promises. And then once they get their seat, they kind of fizzle away and you don't see them. So a lot of the issues that they have reoccurring year after year that they tell their city council members about, it's just kind of dust, you know, under the rug. So one of the things she said is you can't, uh, 
support us into having a successful future if you're holding on to the things that are weighing us down in our past. That was not verbatim. She said right. it much more eloquently than I could, but it was so true, you know, that these, uh, you know, essentially these things that are weighing these neighborhoods down, these issues around poverty aren't getting any better if you're, you know, just assuming that that's the way that things are going to stay. Um, you're not really supporting them into being a more, you know, I don't know, more better neighborhood, I guess. Yeah, and for you to know us, then you need to come and join us Mm -hmm. pretty much and see how we operate and not for you to be afraid to come to where we are. Yeah, that's how we're going to have a solution working together. Right. And to, yeah, exactly. Not to judge us off of our past because there's so many great things that are going on. So many wonderful people that are here wanting to see change and make a difference. So just need to find those people and really help them that well how did it feel for you Jackie because you're both uh, on the board of this alliance and you're also the president of the neighborhood council so you're of this community so how did it feel playing both those roles and listening to what your neighbors had to say oh I was very excited for one I was great I'm not you know coming from the the profit world I used to look at numbers and you know because that was my bottom line but um, things have changed because I really feel like as long as you're reaching one and then allow them to reach one, then we start making a change. But I was overwhelmed to see that many people to come. And then we also had some of our youth whose parents attended. So we had youth in one room and then, you know, we were having the dinner and the conversation in the other one. So um, my word is hope, I think, is what, what we hold on to and you know, you're sitting in this building now, which the name is The Hub, which is a place to hope, a place to believe, and a place to unite, right? A place yeah. to hope, a place to unite, and a place to believe. So um, that is what um, our goal is, because we know that without hope, then you can't really move forward. So to have those people in there, to see that there is somebody that believe in me, that want to hear what I have to say and that it makes a difference. As Victoria said, you took the time out, you know, to feed me. That means you have interest in what I'm saying. And then in that way, we come together and we can get some things done. So that is just our stance is involving everybody in the community with what we're doing, you know, even from making the street look nice to violence, to, you know, supporting the youth. It's just everybody coming together. And I think it's just great that the Food Alliance even took the time to even think that, you know, to, that we could do that to um, just, my thing is bring hope and belief into a community that's really growing and, you know, wanting change. Yeah, I'll I'll also like kind of bounce off of that. I think um, with the Food Alliance, one of their uh, things that they say is like, you know, empower, unify, and sustain. And I think the unity factor is a commonality across the board. I think a lot of our organizations want to be unified, want to see different people from across the cities, not working in silos, but working together. Because ultimately that is the way to create changes. You have to work together. You have to partner with people who maybe look different from you or have different opinions than you. But ultimately um, you're on the same page going towards the same thing because we all want to live in this city and have it be a positive place to live and raise kids and have access to food and have access to education. So I think if everyone's on the same page um, in that front, I think that that's kind of the end goal. Um, 
And you see it on Washington Street, as Jackie's saying. A lot of the organizations here work together. You know, we've just revamped the street to look different, and we have these, uh, I forget what they're called, those awnings. the awnings, you know, to make it look unified that these different organizations are working together. Um, you know, you'll see Jackie coming with, you know, their team to come help Growing High Point in our community events. Growing High Point will go help them plant some stuff in their garden, or maybe we'll all pick up trash together, or we'll go to the community events, the tree lighting ceremony. You just see people working together, and I think that energy will kind of have a ripple effect in High Point. And so you talked about everyone working together, but I just want to name racial divides and wondering um, how, if you've been able to bridge racial socioeconomic divides in, in that working together. I think that the Food Alliance is making conscious effort to doing that. You can see that in some of the representation on the board and who we work with and, you know, going into the different, you know, we don't have our board meetings at the at the office. We go into the neighborhoods that we're working in, you know, specifically, you know, going and staying at the churches or, you know, at the Washington Street, um, you know, headquarters. We'll go to the different places, the Burns Hill Food Pantry. Um, and these meetings that we have are open. You know, we, we want to encourage people from those communities to come and give their feedback and hear what we're doing and, and see how they can play a role in that. So I think that the Food Alliance definitely makes a conscious effort to include everybody, regardless of, you know, like you're saying, um, you know, economic background or, uh, you know, the color of their skin. I think that that's the idea and they want to diversify and have as many people involved as they can. So for anybody wanting to get involved with the Greater High Point Food Alliance, I think there's a couple different options. So one being, you know, if you're wanting to be a board member, that's definitely something that, you know, we're open to learning more about you and your work and, and, and why you want to be a part of the Food Alliance and your interest with food security. Uh, definitely you can reach out to any of the staff, Carl or Brittany at the Food Alliance. They'll, they'll definitely pass your information along. Um, and then I think another way to get involved is with one of the working teams. So we've got food education team, uh, pantry team, backpacks team, senior task force. Uh, we always need help with the youth food summit or just with planning any of the food summits. So I think if somebody's interested in, in volunteering their time in that way, uh, we're always looking to bring new people on and uh, bring new energy. So. Okay, great. Thank you. So I'd say another thing that the Food Alliance is doing, this unique uh, initiative was started last year that uh, Matt Teal is heading up that they would do a food security fund where they would raise private dollars and do a grant cycle through the Greater High Point Food Alliance. So last year was the first year that they did this. Uh, they weren't really sure, you know, who would, you know, send in their grant proposals. They weren't really sure how many that they would get. So I think that they had raised about $50,000 to do in this grant cycle in year one. And so they weren't really sure again, who's going to apply to this, you know, who's going to have these innovative uh, food security projects. And I think that there was like over a hundred thousand dollars of asks. So they had so many people send in applications. So it was obviously something that was very innovative uh, for High Point. Uh, so my not profit growing high point we actually applied for this grant um, I was not a part of the grants committee so there's no conflict of interest there but uh, we
we did apply for a grant to do uh, a, f- a micro food hub. So with my nonprofit, we do urban farming in the city and we really needed a place to wash, package, and store local produce in a safe, sanitary place so that all of our farmers could come together, take this food, and bring it up to the farmer's market, to restaurants, to food pantries. So we were actually awarded $30,000 for our grant uh, to build a facility to do those things. And it's really, for us, a key uh, thing in our organization that we really, really needed. Um, and, you know, we could use this space as education center, community event on Washington Street because it's a place, it's, you know, basically wash things. And we've got a giant walk-in cooler, which is so huge. So we can be a donation site. We could pack boxes to give away. Um, but the biggest piece here is that we wanted to start an online almost like an online farm stand or uh, also doing a CSA program where people could go online and order their own food weekly, but also that we could get online orders and take them to any parts of the city, that this would be a hub at the back of our hub, you know, as Jackie had mentioned, that, you know, this would kind of tie it all together and bring access to any point in High Point. Fabulous. When do you think that will be up and running? Uh, the food hub will be up and running this year. We're just kind of tying up some of the, the the ends of the you know building and all those permits, just kind of tying all that up. But we're gonna have a grand opening soon, um, and then also the food um, food security fund will be launched again this year. So they've been raising money again to relaunch that application, and it, it'll be open um, I think in the spring. Thank you for listening to Voices of Hunger in North Carolina, presented by the North Carolina Alliance for Health and Moms Rising.